When we bring something to God, how can we know that he will act? Does God hear us with the big things and the small things? What should we do when we're fighting doubt about God? Let's discuss. This is the Walking in Step with God podcast. And I'm Steve McDonald. Welcome to the Walking in Step with God podcast. Here we empower you to walk boldly with God. Follow our podcast to stay up to date with new content. Visit our website at walkinginstepwithgod.org for resources, videos of our messages, and more information about our ministry. Once again, that website is walkinginstepwithgod.org. In the past few days, before I was even aware of the topic for this week's message, I've had many discussions about our belief systems, and in particular, beliefs and doubts about God. I have a variety of friends with different beliefs about God. I have a couple of atheist friends that completely disagree with me that there is any evidence of God. I have others that are on the fence and have heard about God, but don't have an opinion one way or the other. I also have friends who identify as Muslim and Christian and wholeheartedly believe in God, but have different beliefs when it comes to religion. So in all of these circumstances, doubt is front and center in one way or another. Today we are going to focus specifically on the doubts that may arise in our hearts about God. Why do we doubt God? I think it is in our human nature to seek evidence for things before we can trust. It is how we learn, it is how we survive, and it is how we navigate the world. We have our five senses, sight, hearing, touch, smell, and taste, to help us gather evidence for things we experience in our world each day. Evidence plays such a crucial role in considering doubts that evidence can be used to establish the truth, quote, beyond the shadow of a doubt, end quote, as we say in society. So why do we doubt God? Well, for starters, trusting God relies on us having faith in the unknown and the unseen. This feeling is not totally unreasonable. Depending on who you speak to and your beliefs, you may hear different reasons for doubting God. Individuals in my life who don't believe there is a God at all suggest there is no God because of all the pain and suffering in the world that is allowed to happen. Persons who do believe in God experience feelings of doubt from time to time as well, for a variety of reasons, such as ego, pride, and fear. Believing and trusting God, and faith in general, is an exercise of turning away from our five senses, for evidence, and even reasoning. Speaking from personal experience, I believe I have doubted God less and less over the years as I see evidence of Him working in my life and in others' lives. At the beginning of my walk, I would confess, 
I was largely skeptical of what God would do in my life. Today, I recognize there are still very rare occasions of doubt, which are typically dismissed very quickly. So you see, we all experience moments of doubt. How does doubt play out in our lives? Again, depending on who you are and your circumstances, it can play out in a number of ways. Are you on the fence about believing that God exists? Then perhaps your doubt plays out by feeling that you cannot talk with him or have a relationship with him, let alone ask him to help you with circumstances in your life. Do you believe in God and have a relationship with him? Perhaps your doubt manifests in what you bring to God and what you don't. Maybe you bring the things to God that you, in your own reasoning, consider low risk if God does not produce the outcome that you desire. Perhaps you do believe in God fully, but your doubt manifests by not asking God for help with things you consider too small and insignificant for the creator of the universe. Here is another example. You do believe in God. You do believe you trust in God. You worked up the will to bring something time-sensitive before God that will have a significant impact on your life. Your doubt is manifesting in wondering if God will get back to you in time. In other words, on your time. While waiting for God's response to your prayer, you become impatient. Ultimately, your doubt comes in feeling the need to take the reins back of what you asked him to help you with. To take back control by making your own decision instead of waiting for God. All of these scenarios are examples of how we doubt God. I confess, at one point or another, I have experienced each and every one of these types of doubts. So we have discussed why we doubt God and how we doubt God, but how do we fight our tendency to doubt God? As for me, I would say it has been a process to learn to trust God in more and more areas of my life. Fighting doubt for me has been a gradual process where God has allowed me to learn from each of my experiences, one by one. One of the most interesting and powerful ways I have learned over time to trust God is by witnessing the evidence of Him working in my life. Depending on the amount of time you have been in a relationship with God, I feel confident in saying that if you have learned to trust Him by now, at least some of you have experienced some things that you simply cannot explain what happened to this day, other than by God's intervention. You have likely experienced something where God has allowed one or more of your five senses to experience evidence of Him. In these experiences, your belief has grown, and continued evidence of His working in your life has also grown. This can be such a broad and controversial subject because each person's experience is unique and can be considered to be objective or subjective depending on one's perspective of an experience. I once attempted to share a story where I believe 
God revealed himself to me with someone who I know did not believe in God. He very cordially and politely explained, Steve, I believe that you believe that you experienced that. I remember being cordial on the outside, but on the inside, I remember thinking, what? How do you not see that that was God? Come on. I have so many stories of what I believe was evidence of God. Some are very lighthearted, but one in particular made me jump out of my chair and sent me to my knees in reverent fear. Literally. I believe God knows each and every one of our hearts and what we believe. When I look at how he has revealed himself to me, I feel as though he knew just the right buttons to push that would get my attention. Interestingly, I think each story had a dual purpose of strengthening my faith in him and serving as a testimony to share with others with less belief or others experiencing doubt. I like to share a story where I believe I experienced evidence of his working in my life. A couple of years back, I had a small injury to my lip. Nothing major, but enough such that it was a bit unsightly to see and it became a bit irritating to feel when I drank or I ate. It also became a problem that I would keep fidgeting with it instead of allowing it to heal. Over weeks and then into months, the wound did not heal because I kept fussing with it. I had such a difficult time ignoring the slight but annoying irritation on my lip. I tried over-the-counter creams to provide relief and healing. I even went to the doctor to complain and was prescribed a very expensive ointment to use. The medication and over-the-counter solutions did not solve the problem, in part because I kept messing and fussing with the, the wound on my lip. One day, many months after this all started, I was looking at my face in the mirror, and I remembered my walk with God. I then said something in prayer along the lines of, God, I know this is probably such an insignificant and small request, but would you please heal my lip? It is so irritating, and I keep messing with it, and I am just over it. And then I went on with my day. About two weeks later, I was looking in the mirror, and I noticed that the wound had completely healed. I remembered that I had asked God for help, and I just praised him in that instant. So, what happened here? I believe God heard my prayer about my lip. I believe God touched my heart and mind in a way that made me forget the wound was there. In doing so, I believe that over the course of two weeks, the wound was able to heal naturally because it was not disturbed as it had been for many, many, many months up to the moment of my prayer. I thought back over the two weeks prior, and it was as if I had absolutely no knowledge of the wound. So, it was left undisturbed.
Folks, the wound was part of my life for months and months. Then I prayed about it, and it was gone two weeks after. Do you have an evidence of God's story? Let us know in the comments. So how do we fight our doubts? How do we deal with our doubts when it comes to trusting God? I have four suggestions. Number one, seek counsel from others you trust or your place of worship. If there are individuals in your life that are also on a walk with God, ask them about their experiences when it came to trusting God. Talking to others in your life that you trust can provide you with comfort and assurance, no different than what would be with other doubts in your life. Counsel from someone you trust, including trusted members at your place of worship, can be valuable in dismissing doubt. Number two, remember what God has done through others' testimonies. Did my testimony about my lip help you to feel more confident in trusting God? I have no doubt in my mind that one of the reasons God touched my heart and mind in such a way that my lip would be allowed to heal is so that someone, maybe even you, could hear that story and be encouraged. Take some time and search YouTube or Google for other testimonies related to your circumstances around doubt. Hearing others share their stories of evidence of God will shed light on what God has done for others and can equip you with the courage to follow a path of faith and trust in God as well. Number three, remember what God has done as shared in the Word of God. The Word of God is always an amazing reference for instruction and wisdom. The Word is full of instructions concerning doubt and inspiration as to why we should not have doubt. Quite a few stories in the Word explain how embracing doubt resulted in undesirable outcomes and consequences because individuals who experienced doubt took situations into their own hands. There are also, thankfully, stories where an individual chose to have faith instead of doubt and experienced outcomes that go far beyond their wildest expectations. Number four, take a step of faith. Ultimately, the number one reason my own walk with God has resulted in a life in that doubt is not at the forefront of my mind is my willingness to walk in faith. God rewards those who are willing to have faith in Him. He knows that it is in our nature to be weary and suspect of holding trust in our hearts for things unseen and unknown. I certainly felt this way early in my walk with God. How did I fight doubt? Over time, I would take baby steps and acts of faith, watching and waiting to examine the outcomes. I can testify that over time, God allowed me to see his influence in the areas where I had faith in his leading. God would reward my faith in ways that exceeded my expectations, time and time again. Over time, I learned to trust God with more and more of my life until the point where I am today, where I can honestly say I cannot conceive of a life without trusting Him for any and 
all things in my life. Doubt is no longer in the front of my mind when it comes to trusting God with my life. Do I have hesitation from time to time? Yes. Do I have thoughts of doubt from time to time? Yes. But they are fleeting at best because I always remember all the other times that God has proven his influence in my life. Do I still wonder what God will do when I pray? Of course. But I no longer wonder if God will respond to prayer. I no longer doubt that he will hear me and respond to my prayer in his timing to his will. In this message, we have explored the subject of doubt and explored ways of fighting doubt when it comes to trusting God. Are you dealing with doubt? Do you have doubts in your mind about God hearing your prayer or answering your prayer? I am hopeful that the four steps I've outlined today will guide you in the right direction to replacing thoughts of doubt with thoughts of faith. I encourage you to trust God with your life. Trust God with your circumstances. If you have thoughts of doubt, bring your concerns to God. Find something in your life that you can bring to Him and decide to step forward in faith that He will reveal Himself to you. Know that He hears your prayer and will know just the right response to get your attention and invite you to walk one step closer to Him. Why don't we close out our message today in prayer? Father Almighty God, thank you once again for this opportunity to share this wisdom with everyone within the sound of my voice. We thank you for your patience with us. We thank you for your grace. We know that we are just by default, by the way we're wired, we tend to doubt things, we tend to question things, and we're so grateful that you know this as well. You created us. So we know that you know that we can be a little hesitant to completely uh, hand something over to you, to completely give you the reins. But we thank you when we do find the courage, when we do find the strength, when we do find the faith to hand something to you that our nature suggests that we should keep all to ourselves. We thank you for the opportunities that you show us your presence in our lives. We thank you for the opportunities that you allow us to experience you in a way that will strengthen our faith and belief in you. So I just ask, Father God, that you touch everyone within the sound of my voice once again and just um, lead and guide each and every one of us that are experiencing some sort of doubt in our life. And thank you once again, Father God, for your love and compassion. We pray this trusting and believing in you. Amen. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in this week. Are you interested in learning more about the sources guiding this message? If so, I invite you to stay tuned after these brief announcements for our Going Deeper with the Word segment, where we examine how God's Word provides clear guidance and direction about confronting our doubts about God. Bless you. 
Some messages just hit differently and they beg to be re-listened to. If this message has touched your heart and you want to listen to it again, you can re-watch this video at walkinginstepwithgod.org slash messages. The greatest way that you can get involved with this ministry is to be involved in the community. Here are four specific ways. Join the discussion by asking and engaging with questions in our community space. Share a prayer on our prayer wall or take some time to pray for others. Has our ministry impacted your walk with God? Then share your story and inspire others. Lastly, you can support our ministry as a financial partner so that we can expand our reach and grow the community. Learn more about these opportunities to get involved by visiting walkinginstepwithgod.org slash getinvolved. In today's Going Deeper with the Word segment, we continue our discussion about fighting our doubts. God's Word is full of instruction and direction concerning doubt. As I mentioned earlier in the message, in many circumstances outlined in the Scriptures, we see consequences of doubt and lack of faith. In this segment, I would like to highlight a few verses that actually serve to encourage us and remind us that we need not have doubts when it comes to trusting God. Let's review several verses taken from the Amplified Bible which can serve to lead and guide our steps and back up the principles that we learned in today's message. Psalm 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the refuge and fortress of my life. Whom shall I dread? In this Psalm of David, we are reminded that God can be our fortress, our stronghold, when we are experiencing fears and uncertainty, we can always, always turn to God. When you think of a fortress, what feelings come to mind? What about a refuge? I think of a place of complete safety and protection. This is precisely what God wants you to know, that he is a source of complete protection. This does not necessarily mean that we will not face difficulties and challenges in life, but it does mean that God's presence persists in all of our circumstances. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all of your ways know and acknowledge and recognize Him, and He will make your path straight and smooth. In these verses, Solomon explains that we should not rely on our own insight or understanding when examining our circumstances. I take this to mean that we should not limit our perception and understanding of circumstances to our five senses and logical reasoning, that we can rely on the fact that God is with us in every circumstance, and that if we place our trust in Him, there may very well be movement in our circumstances that we will not be able to explain through reasoning. I can confess that the situations where I feel as though God allowed me to witness his presence in a thing pretty much knocked me off my feet and left me feeling exhilarated. I felt so grateful to experience events that I simply could not explain how they occurred. Let's look at one more verse about why we should not have doubts when we walk 
in faith with the Almighty God. Isaiah 41 verse 10 Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Be assured I will help you. I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand. In this verse, we are reading the words God placed on the heart and mind of the prophet Isaiah. We see in this verse that God is assuring us that he is ever-present and always watching. Again, if we choose to seek him and we choose to rely on him, God has explained that he will help us and that we need not be afraid. Learning to trust God and be free of doubt is a process. It has taken me many years to reach the point where I am today, where I feel strong and confident in God in nearly every area in my life. That being said, I also recognize I am still growing. There are still areas where I can become more confident with God in my life, and I am evolving as God is still working with me in times of hesitation or doubt. I have learned so much about how God will support me through the Word, and I hope and pray that you will consider the Word of God a source for your learning as well. Thank you for your time in reviewing these verses with me today. Have an amazing week, and we will see you next time. Bless you. Thank you for listening. Please share this podcast with others if this message has blessed you. Consider becoming a supporter of Walking in Step with God to help others walk boldly with God. Visit our website at walkinginstepwithgod.org to learn more.